From the nearest comic book to the farthest cinematic universe, journey into the past, present, and future of your fandom. This is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. Twenty-two pages later, with your hosts, the Cap, MFG, and Ralph the Tech. Please stand by. You can't blindside me with that stuff, bro. It's more fun that way. <laughs> oh my goodness. What what a way to start the show. I've obviously you just heard our brand new intro um crafted uh, cr- craftily created by I don't even know my English anymore. <laughs> Put together by Mike the Finance guy and I think Ralph the Tech had a tech uh, had a hand in it and we have other voices but we have to get to a show. We'll talk about the rest at the end. So Let's do it. Welcome to another edition, or like I want to call an alternate reality edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 189. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, who obviously has the stumbles right now. And with me, as always, is the man who would have made an alternate reality, and he would probably be the host of his own podcast, MFG Mike, the finance guy. Why is that it's an alternate reality and you're still a horrible host? But anyhow... <laughs> I just like to you give you a horribly described movie by saying he likes to play doctor with men's parts. Hmm. Yeah, Can so tune in for the parts? news, which will be following us soon. I think I got it. All right. Yeah, okay. I, I don't think I got it yet, but I'm going to think about it. Um, and our other illustrious host is the man whose alternate reality includes, you know, I'm really not sure what it would include. I, maybe you should ask him. RT Square, Rob the Tech. Actually, every alternate reality just has the same version of me. I'm, I'm just universal. Ooh. Universally tired? <laughs> Universally high? I mean, what? Yes. So yes. <laughs> the other day, as I was engaged in a furious battle of wits, how, you may ask? Well, it was a very intense game of backgammon with the master who will remain nameless for now. But as I was rolling the dice for my final finishing moves to defeat him, a thought occurred to me. The existence of the Whopper Jr. confirms that the Whopper is not a virgin. (laughs) Very true. Definitive proof. How can there be a junior? Actually, actually, it could be a junior if um, the Whopper adopted Whopper Junior. No, you know, there's too much of a similarity. You know, you can't look at the Whopper and then look at the Whopper Junior and say, "Are you saying this is?" Are you saying all burgers look alike? Are you saying all burgers look alike? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying that the Whopper Junior looks a lot like the Whopper. So all burgers look alike. (laughs) Something about that dark meat that bothers you there, Ralph. Oh no, I love the dark meat. Oh, <laughs> I love the dark meat. Oh yeah. Quote it. Let's let's put that on a t-shirt. It's delicious. <laughs> All right, I bet it is. Um <laughs> so we took a lot of time on that, but let's get to what we're here for. So today we actually rearranged our entire schedule and brought this series to the front of the but is it worth it? Let's talk about it. So today we'll be discussing the Disney Plus series WandaVision. But first, Mike has an itch and he needs to scratch it. And before you start sending um, home remedies of yeast and jock itch, it's not that kind of itch. It's an itch to talk about the latest in geek culture. So here we go. Mike, his mouth rash, 
and his quickness. And now, the quick news with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph and Cap. Uh, don't worry, uh, the Cap's uh, mouth was a, a very effective, uh, you know, hemorrhoid treatment for me. So that, that just did it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I miss you too, Mike. What for us there, sir? Well, move over, boys. It's time for men. At least that seems to be the gauntlet thrown by Netflix. After witnessing the success of Amazon's series, The Boys, the ubiquitous streaming service will offer fans Jupiter's legacy. The live action series is based on the 2013 comic by Mark Millar, Sai, and Frank (laughs) Quitely, yay, from Image Comics. (laughs) Jupiter's Legacy takes viewers through the rose-tinted world of its golden age superheroes and into the more complicated and realistic today of the hero's offsprings. Unlike the boys, the story attempts to hold on to the hero optimism and reframe it through today's lenses. Netflix's uh, Jupiter's Legacy is slated for release on May 7th. Jupiter's Legacy. You know, it's funny. I picked up a couple of the books mm-hmm. and I did enjoy it. I mean, between, I mean, the writing, even though you're like Mark Millar, I roll, you know, yeah. but um, I enjoyed Frank Quietly's work and the and the book did work well. I remember I had mm-hmm. bought a couple of the issues, but I never finished it. So I'm very curious to see how this runs. My, yeah, um, Ralph, I, do you, Ralph, Mike, have you? I've, I've never, I've never up? read it. That's one of those things I haven't read yet. Right. Um, I've heard the name. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. That, that that was great. That was great to put right there, bro. <laughs> I give one hundred percent on everything that I do. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think there's alternate universes that are the same, Ralph. So <laughs> I'm sorry same. for. You <laughs> did say they're all the same. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry to the rest of those universes. So, <laughs> um, Mike, what else you got? Well, want to know what's in store for Titan season three? So do we. But without reliable clairvoyant abilities, we have to make do with a few titles from the season's episodes. So get this. Episode one, Barbara Gordon. That's the title of it. Episode two, Red Hood. Episode three, Hank and Dove. Episode four, Blackfire. Episode five, Lazarus. Episode six, Lady Vic. And that's all I have for these titles that are at least interesting. There's a, a total of 13 episodes. But besides these spoiler titles, season three will introduce Tim Drake and Scarecrow. Unfortunately, there is no premiere date for Titan season three. That sounds like a lot. I mean, first off, yeah. you're right. Those spoilerific, Ralphorific titles are crazy. Because I'm like, yeah. why, don't you just, why don't you just spill it out right there? Just tell us what's going on. <laughs> but on top of that, that just sounds like a lot. You know, to have, I mean, you talk yeah. about Barbara Gordon, you're talking about, I mean, Lady Vic already tells me, you know, or at least I'm taking a guess of that woman that was with um, Cyborg in season two. And maybe she becomes, you know, some kind of augmented, whatever, whatever. Probably because I mean, well, Lady Vic um, in the comics is uh, like, I think she's English or whatever, but she's an assassin. Da, 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 da. I don't know if they'll use the same character because she wasn't enhanced, but they might just say, hey. Oh, that's right. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I totally forgot about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, they, they, they might, uh, they might just do that, but who knows? I mean, you know, they, they can make any changes they want to, but yeah, there's a lot that's going on. But that's a lot. And then you said on top of that, Tim Drake and Scarecrow. That's a yeah. lot. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I have confidence in the DC um, television universe team, especially with the great Greg Berlanti heading it up. I yeah. can't lie. But yeah. there's just so much going on. I just hope that old man Batman can stay awake through most of it. <laughs> <laughs> While he's fighting crime at the, at the senior citizens uh, ranch. <laughs> oh my god. Ralphie not sticking up for old man Batman? He was great. 
No, no, no. Listen, the one who was great was uh, Batman Beyond Batman. Now, that guy was great. Absolutely. Well, he was old and owned it. This guy, I'm like, you couldn't beat up you couldn't beat up the Joker from 1966, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't break bones. You couldn't break wind. <laughs> uh, probably not without breaking bones. Come on. He has to <laughs> cruise the streets uh, and he has the map of every available bathroom everywhere he goes, <laughs> just in case. Wow. <laughs> okay, enough. enough, enough to, well, that He's near the point. bathroom at Broadway and Fifth. I mean, uh, he's uh, near the theater over, you know. Now, yeah, now I'm going to say enough of, of talking about Batman's flatulence. Let's keep moving. Mike, what else you got? Last but not least, finally, WandaVision has ended. And if you hose at home or like us, you're asking yourself, what's a snap crazy five years later diehard MCU phase four star ultra mega infinity, infinity stone powered fan to do now? Well, luckily for all of us. Disney has a fix for that. In just two weeks following the WandaVision finale, that's 14 days for us, 98 days for your dog, 210 days for your kitten, and 20,160 <laughs> lifetimes for female mayflies. Well, by that point, <coughs> Disney Plus will begin airing episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So set your calendar reminder for March 19th. They, I'll say this, Disney has definitely set the pacing well. We'll get into WandaVision in a second. So I'm not talking about the show, but I'm just talking about they kind of lined it up in a way where, yeah, we waited, but now we're getting some stuff. And then in between WandaVision, I think WandaVision ended, and then in between those 14 days, there's still a behind-the-scenes WandaVision episode released um, next Friday. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, so, so it's kind of like, okay, tied us over until we get to um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So that would be very, nice. very good. All right, nice. so that's all your quickness. Well, yes. Well, that. Oh, and, and your yes. Okay, so repeat what you said again, Mike. Just all right. So here's for that one. horribly described movie. He likes to play doctor with men's parts. Doctor with men's parts. This one I don't have. I don't have this one. Ralph, Ralph the tech think? looks like he knows a little something, something. Yeah, he looks like he's got it. It's either Silence of the Lambs or something with Hannibal Lecter. I, I mean, like I told you before, there's always lots of uh, possibilities. But for me, he likes to play doctor with men's parts. Frankenstein. Oh, uh, uh, okay. I can see that. Right. Yeah. That, works. that works. That works. Okay. All right. I mean, <laughs> I think I got like two or four. Something well, you've like gotten, that, so yeah, I, you've gotten, I think, all of them that we've had so far, except for this one. That yeah, so, like, so you definitely got me the curveball. But now my question is... Um, would Silence of the Lambs be like a booby prize? Like, oh, that's not the answer, but that could fit. Um, I mean, sure it can fit. I mean, I, the reason I, I chose the phrasing just that way is that um, at least for Frankenstein, not Bride of Frankenstein, for Frankenstein, he was only dealing in men's parts. Like, so he never killed anything but, or he, I'm sure he killed, he only dealt with men. Ah, okay, and that's, that's right. Specifically and, why, you know. Right, right, right. Uh, just okay, just clarifying, sense. but of course, yeah. I mean, Silence of the Lambs sounds like it works as well. Yeah, even though, even though the body parts we're talking about that were cut up weren't men's parts only. Yeah, so I was trying, Ralph. I was trying. You tried too hard, Cap. Just accept, accept defeat and move on. Oh, sounds like my stumbles are, are catching on to you there, uh, Tech. You okay? What? You talking about, Cap? Shush. Okay. <laughs> Let's go into it, guys. Now that we're done with quick news and, and we fail on answering my question, let's get to the reason why we're here. Let's talk about the Disney Plus series that everybody's been buzzing about. And What's interesting is they buzzed about it differently throughout the whole series 
mm. WandaVision. And with a synopsis, and I'm very curious to hear how this sounds, is the guy who just spoke, MFG Mike, the finance guy. I'm really curious to see how you summarize this. Go ahead. Well, that's, uh, I don't know why. I, I'm, very, <laughs> I'm, I'm a very fair su uh, summarizer. Anyway, uh -huh, right. <laughs> Vision is the first series in the MCU's Phase 4. The nine-episode show follows Wanda and the Vision in their post-endgame life. Now, due to the worldwide coronavirus pandemic shuttering theaters and causing production delays, the MCU Phase 4 franchises are out of sync from the studio's original posting. WandaVision was supposed to have followed the releases of Black Widow, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, The Eternals, and Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. The series was created by Jazz Schaefer and directed by Matt Shackman, uh, Shakeman, excuse me. Wanda and Vision are based on Marvel Comics characters, Scarlet Witch, who was created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby and was first introduced in X-Men number four back in 1964. And The Vision, who was created by Roy Thomas, Thomas and John Buscema and was uh, first introduced in Avengers number 57 back in 1968. WandaVision has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 91% with an audience of 81 and a Metacritic score of 77 out of 100 with an audience of 67 out of 100. I don't think we've done something this high in a while. I know, not for them. <laughs> All right, right, synopsis. Red puffs of smoke? An evil woman riding a bicycle? Fireballs from the sky? Shoes found under a crumbling house? And getting the little dog too? Could it be the return of the Wicked Witch of the West? Is this Wizard of Oz too fast, too furious, too still knowing what you did last summer? Nah, it was Agatha <laughs> all along. The peaceful town of Westview is trapped in a hexagon of supernatural analog power. So set your TV antennas to the station for more broadcasts. And the simple black and white sitcom existence of newly arrived newlyweds Wanda Maximoff and Vision will soon come crashing down because as in real life, when the color comes in, trouble follows. From outside the hexagon, uh, the government agency SWORD is trying to find the answers to Wanda's power boost to free the mind control population of the sleepy town. But a witch in the town has other plans. All righty, this is starring Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch, Paul Bettany as Vision, Catherine Hahn as Agatha Harkness, Tayona Paris as Monica Rambo, Randall Park as Jimmy Woo, Kate Dennings as Darcy Lewis, Evan Peters as Ralph Boner, Josh Stamberg as um, me, Tyler Hayward, and Emma Caulfield Ford as Sarah Brockton. I just had to bring her in there because that was Anya from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and we all love Anya. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right let's go into it gentlemen let's talk about it wandavision we moved our entire schedule to bring her to to the forefront onto her and the show to the forefront but before we open our mouth and say anything let's press that spoiler button that we paid so much money for warning the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review so if you believe this might upset you piss off you wanker I just thought about something. Besides the fact that um, this spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis and Stush Productions, I'll let you guys do your thing first. Did you hear? It was Stush all along. <laughs> Bippity boppity Stush. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to add was after all this time that we've had um, Steve Francis from Stush Productions as a voiceover, wouldn't it be interesting if he was um, if he was Jarvis? For Iron Man, what, what would that be like? Well, <laughs> Jar Jarvis would talk about a lot of really depressing movies. <laughs> <laughs> but he'd have of a course, lot of good yep. beer advice. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Jarvis drinks that much uh, bourbon. 
Shout out to Steve Francis. We love you, bro. But I, it's just funny. I, heard, I just heard him right now. And I'm like, imagine if Steve Francis was actually the voice of Jarvis. That's, that would be interesting. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about it. WandaVision. Um, and, and if you've been listening to the podcast, if you haven't, um, understand that I've been hinting at this for weeks. For a couple of episodes, I'm like, I can't wait to talk about it. I can't wait to talk about it. Um, now, when it came out, I'll say this. Um, people didn't quite enjoy the first two episodes. Now, from what I understand, they were supposed to release it the first three episodes, but they changed it. How did you guys feel about the first two episodes um, back when it came out? Not now in retrospect that you've seen everything all together, but when it first came out and the first two episodes came out, how did you feel? Did you agree with the masses where it was confusing and it was polarizing or did you get what was going on? Well, I was, I was hooked from the moment. I was like, all right, I'm sure they have a reason why this works this way. Let's see what happens. You know me, I'm, I'm pretty forgiving. So right. I was like, Let, let's see what they're going to do. Yeah, the first episodes, I, I mean, I loved them. I had literally no problem with them. It's a story, people. It's, you know, I mean, maybe everyone has been spoon fed so much that it's like, oh, it's a story. But somehow you're supposed to tell us everything in the beginning, middle and the end in the first episode. But it's like, no, it's a story. Find out what's going on. And you already know it's not going to be a 50s, you know, sitcom in black and white. You know that. Um, so yes. why people acted as if they couldn't figure out that something more was going on is beyond me. But uh, yeah, so I had no problem. I was waiting for the payoff. I was very surprised that a lot of comic book people were reacting that way. People in, in the general public, I get, I get that. You know, even if they know Marvel, if they're just general public people and they're not into the comic movies like that, I know a lot of people, um, and I won't name names, but I know a lot of people that were, you know, not comic people and were kind of like, oh, but I don't get it. Or, you know, it's supposed to be a superhero film. I got that. But when the superhero people, my superhero allies and friends, were speaking so negatively about it, I was a little disappointed. I was like, you know where they're taking the content from. You know what's going to happen. Why are you acting so, you know... But, you know, why well, I mean, are you acting like this is not going to well, turn? It's, it's not as if this content existed anywhere. I mean, you just know that the Scarlet Witch has had her problems in the comics, but this still doesn't tell you whether it's going... Like, like for instance, like this story itself has nothing really to do um, with her uh, her problems exactly, for the most part. Um, it's, I, a, it's, but, a, but, you know, it's a very different also, take, you know. But it's still the same premise, you know, especially because they even put out the promo about um, and I was about to say spoilers, but we were put the spoiler warning. When they talk about House of M in the comic books and how it's very similar, they even put out a a, a promo, like spoon, kind of what you're saying, like spoon feeding people saying, hey, look, she did this in the comic. This might happen in the show. So I'm like, some of the comic people who read House of M and who knows what Wanda's powers are possibly, how could you be so like, you know, ready to, to, to shoot it down already? To be oh, like, and oh. as far as them ready to shoot it down made no sense. I mean, that's just, like I said, that's just impatience. Um, but for everything else, it's, you know, um, I was actually talking to a friend of mine uh, this, not this past week, the weekend before, and he was just like, I've only watched the first two episodes. I'm not like, no, first two episodes, I'm not liking it so far. Like, it makes no sense. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to spoil because I, I don't spoil. I'm like, I'm not going to spoil it for you. I said, but, you know, he, you're a comic book reader. You, 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 you know some of her history, even if you don't know a lot of you, you know some of her history. And then I'm just like, plus I said, I'll just, you know, just as you can tell, you know, it's, obviously this is not reality. And he's just like, yeah, but it's, you know, it's a comedy. I don't find the jokes funny at all. And I'm like, it's not a comedy. It's a, it's showing us comic elements from TV shows that don't exist from that resemble other TV shows. He's like, yeah, but there's a laugh track. And I'm like, 
there's a reason why he's like, yeah, but they're not funny. They're not good at doing the, the doing the parts. I'm like, exactly. And he's like, what do you mean exactly? Right. I'm like, exactly. They're not good at doing the parts. <laughs> That's the whole point, <laughs> you know? Right. So it was this right. whole thing, yeah. Here's, here's what you do. Next time you're in that situation, you call me and I'll smack them through the phone. <laughs> That's what it felt like after a while. Good yet. <laughs> I hear you. And, and I think we're all in agreement that we saw the setup and even if you didn't know where they were going, you knew, like Mike said, and like kind of Ralph said, you you knew that it wasn't going to be black and white or TV show homages the entire time. Yeah. By the end of the first episode, you when know you see, something's wrong. Yeah. Right. Exactly. When, you know when you see wrong, when right? you see the husband, I mean, yeah, when you see the, the husband choking, choking yeah. you know, and everyone's just laughing, da 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 da, and then something snaps, you you already know something is wrong, yeah. you know. So yeah, I mean, that's why I didn't understand. Like I'm like, I, I get that you just want to bang bang bang, zap zap zap, and it's like yeah, but that would have been really boring. Well, right. See, the reason most people just got really negative with it from the beginning right away so then other people didn't want to go against the flow you know of course it's like my old zen master would say unless you're a damn you're not stopping the river just go with the flow and that's what happens zen Zen master used to be like fuck ralph well he he would only say (laughs) that he wasn't very zen he he would only say that to my face that's true yeah and but he used to he used to put it on instagram all the time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy what a guy so no, yeah that's, Andrew, that was a weird one well i well, i i bring i bring that i brought up the first two episodes because i noticed that a lot of people like shut the show down so quick and i was real disappointed and then but and this is why i saw ralph nodding his head i guess you heard about the fact that they were supposed to release episode one two and three together which that makes sense mm-hmm. especially when you see episode three which is you know it's it's it definitely explains a lot more of what's been going on yeah, I, the, they interviewed the director of, of WandaVision, and he said, yeah, um, they were supposed to release all three episodes together, but then they only did it for the press. And then the reason that they didn't do it for the public was it, it if they had they released all three together, then it would have messed, messed up the release schedule that they were working yeah. with. I was about to say, yeah, plus. for the press, though, they probably, made, they probably realized that the first three episodes helped um, explain the story a touch more. Yeah. So they probably wanted to show the press before the press went, this made no sense. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you know. I had a friend who told me that. My friend, I have a friend who works in the press. She works for NBC. And she had told me, why, and I, I didn't even worry, but she was like, watch the third episode. Wait till the third. I'm like, I'm good. I'm, I'm, not I'm even good worried. already, yeah. yeah. And she was like, you know, watch the third. It makes more sense. And it did. It was like the aha moment. It definitely was right. an aha moment. But I was good with the first two. I liked what they were setting up. I liked the little subtle nods and, and winks. And I mean, the commercials. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, everything about those two episodes, I had no problem with. Yeah. Well, what funny part was the, was the same friend uh, was just like, well, you know, and like, the, like, like their powers, like especially like her powers don't make any sense. Like, they, they, you know, I'm like, well, I said, well, think about her powers in the movie. They, he's like, well, you know, she can do all these things. I said, not in the movies. I said in the movies, she's only a telepath and a telekinetic. Mm-hmm. That's it. In fact, remember when we all complained about the fact that she's only a telepath and a telekinetic? <laughs> because that's not her power base. Um, right. And he was like, well, and, I, and he said, well, then it doesn't make sense that she can do that. I said, because by this point, it was um, episode seven was the last one released at the time of that conversation. Um, right. And I'm like, you know, so again, I'm not trying not to spoil. I'm like, I said, but I said, this is not spoiled. I said, they address all of that in the show. He's like, yeah, but what about her power? I said, they address that. They even state mm-hmm. what her powers were and that no one understands why she can do this now. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, oh, oh. I'm like, yeah, you need to watch the damn show. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> now, how do we feel about the outside life? Now that we started seeing, obviously we saw how, how Wanda was, how this world was in, you know, occurring while Wanda was there and how she was kind of running it. Um, how do we feel about the cast on the outside of the bubble? How do we feel about, about those characters? Because, you know, were they as just as interesting as the people we saw in the bubble or more so or not as interesting? What do you guys think? I feel even though this is meant to be Wanda's show and that Monica Rambeau will probably see more of her in the movies, I felt they should have given her at least a little bit more in this in this series, you know? And then I, I did like uh, the little appearance of, of Darcy. I thought she was great. You know, Kat Dennings is just a, a great actress. Well, yeah, I and like Kat Dennings. I think she's funny as hell, except for in the Thor movies where I can't stand her. I can't stand her in the Thor movies. And then you got Jimmy Woo that... coming in. I don't know. I don't know if you guys caught it. Um, when he goes to meet Monica for the first time, or she goes to meet him at, in, mm -hmm. at the edge of Westview, mm -hmm. he does the card trick that he learned. Yeah, he finally from, learned. From, from <laughs> yeah, he finally learned it. It was, just, she, it was awesome to see that. It's just yeah. like, yeah, it was hilarious. I was like, oh my god, yeah. So they brought it. They kept it together. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is, it is like one. That. It is one reality. Um, I I enjoyed the people. I mean, I did not enjoy um Tyler Hayward because he was just your standard bad guy in a position of power. Like he they he literally had nothing else going for him. Like he didn't have any other motive. He didn't have any other um like he was a human being that had one personality trait, which was. Very much it happens. Jerk. In movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it just happens in Marvel. Like, like Marvel, as much as, again, I love the Marvel movies, and this is what people that, I, I don't know why, that think that there has to be one better than the other one. Like, DC has to be better, or Marvel has to be better. It's like, no, they can both be great. DC's just been producing shitty movies. That's on them. That's not on Marvel. Um, but Marvel has its problems, and, like, that's one of their things. I mean, we know, and we'll get to this later, um, they have a problem with their villains. Like, you know, very often, mm -hmm. I mean, they, you know, you go through the list of villains, they've only got a couple of good ones, you know, out of all these, out of 20 something shows, I mean, you know, things, they've got like only a couple of good villains. Um, and also they just like, like uh, with Hayward, they tend to, you know, characters that, they, they tend to write very one dimensional characters just to get the point across, you know. Um, right. But in that, that is a flaw they have, but it's part of their repertoire at this point. And so I can just deal with it. Um, didn't like I said, I, uh, he was the only character I had a problem with. I, I really was. I was dreading when I heard that Cat Dennis was in this because I really, again, I hated her portrayal of Darcy in the Thor movies. Um, and it's mostly because she's playing second fiddle to uh, Natalie Portman. Um, that's right. my excuse for it. Also, just bad writing, but whatever. Because like I said, she's a great comedian. She's got great timing. So it's not the actress I have a problem with. Because I love Two Broke Girls. That. That show I can just watch all the time. This hilarious as hell. So when I heard that she was in this, and then when she appeared, I was like, "Uh, fell in love with her immediately." She, they wrote yes. her so well. Like, I mean, again, not that different. It's just that it just felt like she was finally her own character, even though she always was. Right. It just made no sense. But loved her immediately. Jimmy Woo. I mean, everyone just loved Jimmy Woo from Ant Man. So that was that was a given. Um, to go with what Ralph was saying with Monica Rambeau, I agree and disagree but like part of me is yes it was like okay i want to see a little bit more of an origin story but again this is not her show yeah. so i get why they just gave us the drips and drabs and also um one thing i do like about uh mcu for the most part um is they don't do the and ta-da you've got powers let's go 
<laughs> you know, it's it's the build up to you having. I mean, unless obviously you're the main character. Like, obviously, we couldn't have seven movies for Captain America to finally get his powers. Obviously, that's not how that's going to work. Right. Um, but like for other characters, it's usually a build of, or at least we see the progression towards a power, and I like that. So for that case, I do get why um, you know it wasn't a lot of time spent on her. And also, when you realize nine episodes is not a lot, and they did have to you know give us stuff on Wanda. And, and, and half-hour episodes with the exception yeah, of two and half, or three. Yeah, and half-hour, well, not even that. 20-something-minute episodes because there were oh, seven with, minutes with, with of credits. Seven minutes of, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but, and also, like, I just, even even with that, I felt that they they uh, um, shoehorned in a lot about the Scarlet Witch only towards the end. And I thought that, okay. I felt, was a bit of, of a mistake of the show. Okay. So you felt like they shoehorned it in. Okay. Um, I'll say this. Um I like the ancillary characters. It made, it made me want to know more about outside the bubble what was going on. Mm-hmm. I liked how they kind of connected um, what Monica's been through coming back from the blip. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, and, and, and to add that as part of the show, because now it's like, oh my goodness, even if you didn't, if you didn't watch Infinity War, AKA or, or, or um, um, the other one, the other Endgame, thank you. Oh, yes, and the, the other, other movie. movie. And, yeah, <laughs> just that and other the one. one that was, yeah. And the one that wasn't as good as something. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, I, I, was, I became invested in all those, in, in, in Monica and, you know, um, Jimmy Woo and, you know, all those guys, you wanted to see what was happening next. And also you were waiting for more of the, the story to unravel. Like when they started mm-hmm. talking about what really happened with, um, with Wanda when she was on the outside and, Supposedly, what they said she did with Vision's body. I was like, oh, and also, wow, ju- is- and also, just with our own mind. I mean, not that we thought it was anything horrible, but like, like who who didn't think that she just busted in and just took Vision and was like, I'm outie. I oh yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, like you just assumed that she just busted in, was like, I'm the Scarlet Witch, bitch, get back. <laughs> you know, give me that body, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> you know, and like to find out that that's not what happened was that was a great twist. Now that. Like as most as much as I may complain about their one-dimensal um, side characters, that was very unexpected and very well done. And because I mean, because right. true comic book um, trope, she would have just broken in and taken the body, and that would have been that. You know, you know, um, who would have stopped them? Hayward, seen? Do you remember? Do you remember the first Hulk movie? Yeah. Well, wait. You're talking no, about um, the of the MCU. Eric Banner. No, not of oh, the or MCU. Someone, or, or like you're talking a, about the the the, the Anne Lang movie. Yes. Okay. So you remember how? Um, no. How, <laughs> I how, hate that movie. <laughs> how the general was portrayed in that one, where it's mm, like, kind of, you know, it's like everything we're doing is for the government. We need this weapon. We got to, you know, uh, whatever we do, the ends justify the means. As long as we okay. can get what we want. Okay. That's why how Haywood was played in this one. For me. But he didn't even get that because, like, it just felt slimy. But I mean, yeah, I mean, sure, no, that no, was the ultimate but... thing, but. It just, it didn't even feel like, like, yay, America, even though he wasn't a traitor or anything like that to the country, it just, it just didn't feel like this is for America. It just felt like, eh, we just want that weapon. It's, that's it's what it was. But he, so, it felt lifeless. It's, yeah. Here's, here's what I saw. He saw an opportunity to justify the, the using of vision, even though in his mm-hmm. living will, he just, he said that he wanted to be left deactivated. Um... But if they say that Wanda was the one who reactivated him, then they're just taking control of this sentient weapon. Yeah, I mean, well, they didn't, but the thing is, though, he is just 
I mean, you know, sentience has its, its, its limits, I mean, even especially to laymen. So it's like, it doesn't matter. He was just a thinking computer. <laughs> they don't need permissions right. or anything. It's like, we don't need his last will and testament because a toaster doesn't leave a last will and testament, <laughs> you know? It this doesn't? Was, so then know, why, did, why did I buy all those other toasters and then Dude, your very, toaster just really I, hate your toaster really hates I, you. That's all I'm saying. I really <laughs> swear you get high sometimes. I really swear you get high sometimes. That that, that, that that's my spoilers. That's what I think. But okay. <laughs> but uh, um, with, with a friend like you, how could I not get high? Yeah, you got that. <laughs> got you on that one. Uh, but uh, uh, thanks. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, like with with that, I, you know, I, I don't even think it was. It felt like a permission thing. They just wanted the weapon, and again, understandably so. <clears> it's a powerful weapon, <laughs> you know. Right. Now, now let's move on because Mike kind of inched that way. Let's let's kind of go all the way there. Talking about big bads because um, what's interesting is, okay, you have um, Hayward, who we know is a bad guy. He's one of the bad guys, and then obviously everybody's been hinting. And, and I think Mike, I, I know Mike knew from the beginning who Agnes was. I think Ralph knew also who Agnes was. Yeah. Were you surprised that she was the only big bad? It's surprising but... that she is a bad. Uh, yeah, Agatha, Agatha Harkness has never ever been anything besides a mother figure yeah, to Wanda, good. like like ever. I mean, you know, like anyone, she might have like she may have done something behind her back, but in the end, it was for her own good. But like, I I, don't, I mean, granted, we still have a long ways to go. But as far as an introduction goes, and if this is going to be her character, I'm not happy with what they've done with Agatha because I've always loved her. Because I mean, she's like I said, she's a she's that mother slash grandmotherly figure that's just only ever looked out for the for Wanda and the twins as well. So to see this, and then to not even get her to be a big bad. Like yeah. she's 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 she is our big bad, but she doesn't feel like it. Like 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 for for instance, uh, for instance. Okay, so she wants Wanda's power. Okay, why? Mm -hmm. What's her evil endgame? We none. We not since she doesn't have one. We have not been told. <laughs> All we know is that she wants Wanda's power, and that Wanda having her power and getting access to it is going to create really bad things. So really, she sounds like she's trying to prevent something, but she's just going really badly about it. <laughs> you know? but, 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 but I mean, I, I'm just going to say this, and this is me just playing the right. advocate. Mm -hmm. Isn't just the fact of somebody wanting more power and being the all, more, the all powerful enough? But she never said that she wanted more power. Yeah. She wanted Wanda's power. <laughs> you know, um, you know, like, like in other words, again, she never said like, it wasn't like, and with this power, the world will suffer the way I suffered or with this power, I will, they'll, no one will ever laugh at me again. I mean, it was nothing. She just wanted her power. And then as she says to her, you don't realize what you've unleashed. Yeah. So right. again, it sounds like once, once you take these things and put them together, even though they're not the same sentence, they're not even in the same breath, it right. sounds like I want your power because you don't know how to use because how many times did she say you were not trained for this mm -hmm. you just know how to do this or no sorry you don't even know how to do this you just do it you right. have no training you have no knowledge and, and wanda even you know? and wanda even admits it wanda, yeah. wanda goes but, i'm not yeah, trained right. i don't know spells well, she, yeah. she's well she's like i'm not a witch <laughs> you know so like right. yeah that's the whole point is that so that again and this might be what they what wills out of it is that like for her to be listed as the big bad it's like she never did anything bad I mean, what, the worst thing she did was kill a dog that didn't exist, <laughs> you know? which I still crack up every time I watch Agatha all along. Like it's where she goes and I killed Sparky too. And then she laughs. It's exactly when I laugh. 
because it's just so funny <laughs> the way she does that. So you're a witch. <laughs> now he's gone, Mike. <laughs> oh my goodness. But uh, I what mean, do you think about that? But, but, bro, or guys, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, oh, go ahead. Um, yeah, so like once once I figured out that Agnes was Agatha, and I'm like, wait a sec. She's I hope she's not the villain, or if she is the villain, then she's being controlled by someone more more sinister than her. Cause I remember her as you know Reed Rich, uh, uh, Franklin Richards' uh, nanny. Like this is a woman who anybody that walked past the Baxter Building was the nanny of those kids. <laughs> yeah. just, let's just let's just be honest first of all. <laughs> Leave Reed alone. Go ahead, Ralph. Well, like in, in her in her history, she she hasn't really done evil things. She's always no. been out to protect. Yeah. You know, even her own son turns against her because he's evil, right? Mm-hmm. And and his what was her son's name? Ah. Uh, God damn it. Well, he's saying you're scratchy, but um, um, Nicholas I, I Scratch was the son's name. Nicholas Scratch. Well, Nicholas I mean, Scratch, he may not be because also remember, Old Scratch is also another name for the devil. That's true. Right. So well, we, uh, well, we'll, so we'll we don't know. About a sec- <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, we'll talk about in a second that they kind of talked about that they had a deleted scene with Senior Scratchy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I heard about we'll that. But so, yeah. so once I see her like doing all this stuff, and then just like Mike says, where she her intentions aren't evil. She's trying to protect the world from the chaos magic that Wanda has no control over. So it, even though she, she did go about it horribly in a, in a a horrible (laughs) manner, she, she could have showed up there. I mean, she could have gone to her and like helped Wanda. Like, listen, this is what's going on. You're going through this massive amount of grief. You're working through it. But you're hurting a lot of people in the process. Right. You are this person. You are the quote unquote Scarlet Witch. Um, and you have a lot of power in you. We can I can help you control that power instead of just saying, I'm going to take your power away from you because you're too dangerous. Right. That will make it more right. sense. Really, all she had to do was watch the 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 movie Ghost and just take Wolby Goldberg's line. She's just been like Wanda, you in danger, girl. Yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, pretty much I would have done it right there, you know. No, but I mean, I agree. It's just because, I mean, because even in the story, she says she arrives after Wanda puts up that hex. Mm-hmm. So already it wasn't, again, it wasn't like she just happened to be there and Wanda happened to be there. It's like, no, you saw the power surge and you went to it, Yep. you know, and so right. you knew what was going on. That's what I'm saying. So it's just like, so yeah, you went a really bad way of handling this and it's fine. I mean, granted, yes. Okay. So she's not a woman of delicacy and of, uh, diplomacy and that's fine but like like i said maybe it will prove out as the, the the things go on that she probably isn't a bad person like you know we'll probably find out like oh she was trying to do the right thing she just went about it badly right. but for her to be the big bad and like like and only the big, it wasn't like it was her and then someone else yeah. you know because i don't think yeah. hayward is a big bad he was just he's just your government asshole you know well i mean government like gov- gov- governments you know like jerk but i'll say this um he shot at kids he shot between kids that. but yes he sh- he shot he shot between kids and that's still bad well, no, i'm like that i'm like you you can't come back from that you, you're no, just no, bad. very true I'm, I'm no physicist right but the trajectory of those bullets it looked like they would have hit um a little wick in there you know it was coming well, the right first on. with the first shot when monica stands between them she literally stands between in them between. And, gets, and gets hit with the bullets and i'm like okay so you actually shot between the kids that's still not good and however though we can stop he also was bullets. shooting at he was actually though also shooting at fake kids 
I'm not trying to just say, but Bob you know, still kids. You know. Oh no, stops. no, I agree. I mean, it's still horrible. Wicked <laughs> you know. stops two Look at bullets. Logic. He stops two so, bullets. You know, right. both fair and, and bullets and little kids. Like <laughs> they are fake kids, <laughs> you know. But oh my goodness. Well, I'll that. say this. He does. He knows. He knows that this reality is is, is all created by one. Well, he knows that reality's changing. And also, let's just do the math. I mean, I'm sorry. Let's just do bio 101. He also knows that a robot and a woman didn't have two kids. Hey. Like, like he just knows that. <laughs> you know? Which, which was always the thing in the comics. I, I did love in the comics when she became pregnant, and everyone's like, "Wanda, you're pregnant." She's like, "Yes, Vision, I have kids." And everyone's panel reaction was like, "Huh." <laughs> we're so happy that say, you and the synthesoid robot are having children <laughs> they all go does not compute <laughs> Juan, is, Juan is bugging out just smile and nod <laughs> so like oh, when Agatha cool, became because Agatha was also the uh, she was well she tried to be the the nanny for those kids too, they just kept disappearing because they didn't exist. But um, like, but that was one of those things like after that, like people should have gone up to Agatha in the comments and been like, Agatha, you in danger, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, not, not to um, be too nerdy though. If- Oh, too late. <laughs> so, all right. So let's say uh, the reason Wanda uh, has kids, right? Is because she fertilizes her own eggs. They should be um, exact clones of her, so she should have had two female babies. But what would she fertilize it with? Boys. I mean, well, think about it though. But what would it be fertilized with? It still would take male DNA to fertilize it. So, not necessarily. Okay, no, 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 no. no. Let's not go down this path. Let's not go down this path. <laughs> I'm going to send you an article. Me... Okay, oh, but um, okay, but the, yeah. That, so I mean, like. I did like the fact that even there, she accepts that, like, like she put, like, you know, I'm glad you chose me, which of course is an interesting line that she put in there as well. Yeah. Uh, so not, not that she has knowledge of it, but you know, but that was an interesting line. All the lines were, were intentional. I'm very sure of that. Oh, yeah. Know, from, especially when you said, you know, when, when she goes, I'm not a, like, from when um, Wanda says, I'm not a witch, I don't know how to be a witch. That could be a doorway to being a mutant. Um, where where um, um, Agatha Harkness says, you don't know what you've unleashed. That's the, all these little like things that they're so purposely done. And if you're not us, not not us, that would be so not humble. But <laughs> if you're not paying attention, it could just breeze right by you. The the biggest one that you got to really look at is when uh, Wanda's defeated Agnes, right? And mm -hmm. she's about to imprison her in her own chosen form that she of the nosy neighbor. She goes, um, "What if you need me?" She goes, well, then I know where to find you. So you find know it. they're already hinting that in well, yeah, whatever she's next need her movie, at some point, yeah. And it's also Marvel. Marvel. Right. Right. Well, also that's why I said more than likely, you know, she'll be proven not to have been a bad person. That she just went about it the bad way. I just don't like her having been the bad guy. But interestingly enough, though, like, uh, well, I would imagine they could do a Mephisto thing if they want to. But like, Wanda was cursed by Kathan, so it's more than likely that that would be the evil that would become because it's an evil deity slash person that, that created the the, uh, the the book itself. Anyhow, um, right. it all depends on what they want to go with that. But it was something else uh, that you were talking about. Uh, it was something in uh, the dialogue. I'm trying to remember now. Um, was it Luke, I am your father? No, no, no. But no, I was just saying that like, oh, um, just saying that like the, 
the idea, even though again, she's just <clears> speaking, <throat> but the idea that they've thrown out that uh, like, you know, uh, thank you for have chosen me, like that kind of a thing when she's talking to her kids before they disappear, it also gives you the idea of this multiverse, mm -hmm. even though she doesn't know it. Um, right. It gives you that idea. But alluding to the other part though, that if they try and describe Wanda's ability as a mutant ability, as opposed to being magic at this point, it won't make any kind of sense because of the fact of that she's running magic like crazy. Now, granted, it also makes no sense that she instantly, quickly started just doing the magic without even learning how to even kind of do it. Um, also makes no sense either. But like, if they tried to introduce that, because I was thinking about that, I'm like, but then it's, well, it, you, you've already established that it's magic. Like you, you can't, you can't keep having it both ways. You know, they they kind of explained it, because um, when Agnes is telling her that she's the Scarlet Witch, right? Mm -hmm. She says, "You do magic, uh, without saying spells or incantations." Right. Well, the, well, the, the only Scarlet one, Witch does that. Right? Yeah, so it's like the only one who does that is the Scarlet Witch. Wanda, you're dealing with chaos magic. Bum, bum, right. bum. And yeah. so one of the things also that I, I didn't really like that Marvel was doing here, well, I guess Disney or whoever's in charge, Fahi, that they're doing is that they're, they're making the title of the Scarlet Witch as something that, like something bigger than what it's supposed to be. Where... Right. In the comic Scarlet, which was just what they called her, right? right. It wasn't yeah. that yeah. until some, recent, until some recently, like so predestined th person who's supposed to come up and take up this mantle, you know? Right. Well, just because, yeah, I mean, that was just the color she wore. She was a witch. I mean, that. I mean, even though, yeah. even though initially she was never a witch, it was always that it was. It was they. They said it was her hex spells, but it was always supposed to be just her ability it was to alter probabilities. Mm -hmm. That's her right. actual ability, but that she trained with Agatha slowly. And through that, she uses magic along with that to control the probability. Well, that makes that. sense. You, you know? know, right. Did you catch that? They they actually um, put in that little Easter egg What's when it? they have the flashback of her in Sokovia with the bomb. Mm -hmm. And then Agnes is explaining what happened. She yeah. goes, you used, used uh, probability it. magic right. to make the bomb not explode. And, but, no, 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 no. Right. She asked. She didn't say it. She which put seeds of doubt there she says this is what you did she goes no i didn't it was just a dud and so this way you know marvel can have it both ways well be, but, same, that. but i mean at the same time they really can't because even then she adds on she because she's watching through her time she goes but it's the mind stone she goes that um increased the power that would have died on the vine yeah so like you know because she's saying that she's just a magic user right. that just she's a magic user that would have never worked out to be much of anything if it wasn't for the mind stone amplifying the power however that happens to be um uh, really going off, it's one of the few things that I did want to have to say that they had fun with, um, well, beyond Emma Caulfield, which I really like. Like I said, I love having Emma Caulfield as Dottie. Um, and when they, when she sees the rabbit and she's like, I don't like rabbits. And it's like, of course you don't, Anya. Anya, you don't like rabbits. We know that from both. Um, I just thought that was a lot of fun. I did love the movie theater. Yeah. That movie theater was just like, it was having its own blast. Like, first of all, if you notice the name of the movie theater, it's called the Coronet. A Coronet is a small crown, oh. which is what she gets. And earlier on, I think it was like maybe midway or not, maybe not quite midway, but one of the things it had up there was um, the name of the movie was Big Red and Kidnapped. Yes. But yeah, I what was that. going on there. Um, so I thought that was a lot of fun. And then, of course, you know, we end up eventually just getting uh, the Townhouser Gate towards the end, which is the Blade Runner reference, which is a lot of fun as well, telling us about like more than likely this is going to be a, a thing going into space from there. 
But what I really loved too was that at one point the coronet showed, um, one of the features it showed was the Incredibles. Mm -hmm. And if you notice that when they gathered together at the end, when the whole yes, family got yes. together, they pulled together like the Incredibles. So I just thought that Absolutely. was also a lot of fun too. Absolutely. Yeah, they had a lot of fun. But also another thing I really loved too was um, when, uh, when it uh, is it Billy? Yeah, Billy he was just like you know talking to Uncle Pietro. Yeah, you really kick ass. And she's like kick ass. Yeah. And I'm like I'm like you mean where both of your brothers have appeared? Because because <laughs> yes. Pietro was the lead and he was the best friend. Yep, that's right. <laughs> so well, I just thought that well, was that was a lot of fun I had with that one. I, I really enjoyed. They that. really went meta. They I mean you want to talk about meta between using all the um you know all, all the um all the Easter eggs from the shows they were using and then just references. They, they really, the writing was really tight. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I definitely enjoyed, you know, a lot of the references they made. Let me ask you this. What did you guys think of fake Pietro? Now I know the internet is mad. I don't know why. <laughs> well, because, because everybody wanted it to be that this was the way to get into the multiverse and tying in and explaining how the X-Men universe existed. They're trying to say, well, being that this guy was Pietro in the X-Men universe and they used him in this universe, they say maybe they could have pulled him out of that reality. They, they, that's what everybody was hoping. Right. And then it wasn't. Right. Well, they were also thinking it was Mephisto and it wasn't. But um, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I don't have any problem with this because, I mean, what's the next movie coming out called? <laughs> Doctor Strange and, you know, and the multiverse. I mean, it's like, you're already getting your multiverse. Just let it be, let it rest. Let's find out what's going on. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen. Yes, they they could have at the end of that movie that something, they see all these other universes and then the one with mutants in it might end up bleeding and blending into ours. And that'll explain suddenly how we have uh, mutants, you know. Um, but whether or not, you know, also I think from Marvel's point of view, like they don't know. I mean, we I we don't know if they want to use any of the old X Men. I mean, those movies aren't successes. <laughs> you oh. know, I mean, people might like him. That's great, but like, do we just you know he's not the main X Men. You know what I'm saying? So like, do we really want to have anything left from a bad movie franchise? Who knows? You know, I mean, I yeah. personally don't want any of them back. I mean, I, I liked him. He was fun, but he was also we've seen him twice. It's one note. You're all waiting for his big speed scene. After that, what's he going to do? Because his power is, so, he's so incredibly fast, um, much faster than Pietro, the normal speed of the character, that you're like, why would I send anyone else in to do the job? Like, just send the guy that moves so fast that no one would literally be able to see him. Right. <laughs> you know? I, I just um, like the fact okay. that they named him Ralph. Yeah, Ralph, that's Boner. Just Ralph Boner. Ralph <laughs> Boner. <laughs> I thought that was great. Oh, real fast too, but I wanted to mention um, when what? we did see Monica's power, how do we feel about that? Like she started finally, you know, like when she, when she refracts the bullets and then they drop. Okay. Well, she's, was, she's taking away the kinetic energy from the bullets. That's what she's right. doing. Right. But, which, which she shouldn't be able to do because she doesn't deal with kinetic energy. She deals with forms uh, of uh, physical energy. You know. Well, kinetic um, energy is a form of physical energy. Yeah, but she never deals with that. Like she doesn't stop you in place with a hand. Like she's she's active energy like that like she's that's just not your power so i don't know if it's that or if it's just channeling but that'll be interesting to see if they do that but what i also um i what i i, I like that they're you know we're, we're slowly seeing this go through but also I, I don't know why she doesn't seem to be freaked out about it i'm like my <laughs> my my one of my few issues and i watched i watched the finale four times already Dang. one of my issues is did they ever explain how monica got you know, like, like, like how he was able to, like, you know, how Ralph was able to um, 
subdue Monica and, and have her trapped and have her trapped downstairs because I go Snoop is gonna Snoop. And well, then I'm like, okay, well, remember, she doesn't, he's... she has no active control over her power. She doesn't even know she has quote unquote powers, you know. She knows that she, she has she some sort things. of, some sort of enhancement. Her strength is a little bit higher, which is why she was able to, you know, just quickly turn him around and pin him down so he doesn't move. Right. And then she uses, yeah, thing... she uses her like energy vision, which she's able to, to see the, the forms of energy to find right. the necklace yeah. around his neck. No, no, no. Yeah. I know I know that part, but I'm saying it just seemed like it was just so e- like I'm like, wow, you got subdued that easy. She well, didn't even look like he's, she he's, just got really, the power. He's he's really fast. I mean yeah. like like it's it's not like he's just like twice as fast as normal him. He's really fast. It's not hard to take advantage of anybody so, at that so point. So then let's either. go so let's go the other way. And then when 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 she's trying to escape and she tackles him, I'm like, he's really fast. He should be able to escape because he's fast that's my issue was like okay well that's because that's a speedster fallacy that happens with speedsters which is why as much as you love them i can't stand them because it's it's always that fallacy it's like speedsters should be able to react you know quickly even if they're not aware they're still going to react faster than you by time they realize it's happening but one thing i thought was really cool though um and it looks just like a special effect but like you have to really think about it when monica's being shot at and it's the bullet that misses her and goes towards tommy what happens he catches it with the nope, not Tommy. Not interested in what Tommy does. What she what Tommy does. She I said I'm not interested in what Tommy does. Oh. What she does is she just like in uh Justice League oh, watches it go. She yeah, watches, watches it go the bullet and moves her head by. fast enough to see the bullet. Oh yeah. Think about that. Now that's fast. You know, so again, so it's showing you that like it's not just like you know, her energy, of course, she can she can move as fast as energy. So that will I be, thought was very interesting. She you know, will be light. Yeah, so that I thought yeah. was really fascinating. The fact that it just—it's a really cool effect. But like at first, you feel like oh, it was just—it's just bullet time. It's like no, she's right. watching the bullet. <laughs> you know, yeah. that means she's moving as fast as that bullet. You know, um, we could probably talk about this for another hour because it's—it's such a dense series, and not dense in a bad way. Just so well, many things you could. Play I, I did want to get the feeling though. What what did we feel though? <laughs> going back to the talking about Marvel and their problem with big bats. What did we feel? At the end of the day, about our big bad, are we happy? Well, sad, well, like, you know? well, 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 like we, I think we've all come to the agreement that not, not, I mean, you weren't happy with Agatha Harkness being the big bad because right. of what they did to the character. But I um, also wasn't happy about her as a big bad. That's why I'm asking, period. like, right? Yeah. I just, I just don't. She wasn't effective as a bad character, and I think probably that's because she won't be later on. But she just wasn't I, a good I, bad character. I don't think. I thought I felt I, let down. By I feel like Marvel had one in the holster. Which is what a lot of people have felt like. They felt like episode, you know. I mean, am I you? We we, we did on this talking. We didn't cover Vision and and, and that great scene with him and and, and White him Vision. and White Vision. <laughs> I mean, and and that, and that whole conversation and how you know how we didn't talk about that. We didn't talk about the commercials. You know, there are so many things we didn't cover. But I will say this about the about the big bad. I feel like Marvel had something in their back pocket and they didn't they didn't use it. Like they they they, they were gonna make. Harkness a tool for somebody else. You know, what like Loki feels? was a tool for Thanos. God damn it! I was just gonna say yeah. it feels like she's Loki. Yeah, possibly. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's possible. I felt the same I, way too. Um, see, I, see, I don't, I don't feel like that with her. I mean, I did when they first got the reveal, but then as she's talking, like I said, it feels like she's just doing her thing. Because yeah. when they first revealed that she, when she was just like, you know, it was me all along, kind of thing, it's like okay. She's probably working for somebody as well. But then once you got more into her, you're like, oh, it seems like you're just kind of 
doing it yourself, I guess. I mean, but at the same time, the dark hole, she's involved in the dark hole and the dark hole generally corrupts people that deal with it. You know, like that, that read it and, and keep using it. They kind of corrupts them. So again, she might be under the influence of um, Chathan or they might just say it's Mephisto or pick any devilish character or entity right. or something like that, you know? So I, I mean, I, so, so to answer your question directly, I was disappointed in the big bad. Also, I, I enjoyed the series, but yeah. I was disappointed that Marvel doing again not a great a great thing with bad guys, but at least they didn't kill her. Right. Because they do that to all their bad guys. Yeah. But I also felt I was a bit disappointed even in the final resolve of that though. Like I, I didn't find I found the, the battle a bit too floaty. I mean, because they were floating a lot, but I mean I just <laughs> I just found it floaty. Like like it just it just felt like there was a lot of there felt like it was a lot of pomp and circumstance, but like not a much of else going on with it. It was like, oh, I can do this. And then I really won't really. But I, <laughs> but I think I, I think in contrast, I think it, it it worked well against the the vision fight scenes, which was like bam, punch, laser beams, throw you through a building. Like you know, if you had two types like that, I don't know. I think you would get you know it'd be too Probably. much overload. So I think you know, like to have that balance of two separate kind of battles, right? You know, just for the brain to kind of digest everything that's going on. I mean, as an artist, I, I kind of can see but, that. And I know we, we want to get moving on, but there's one other thing I want to bring up to that. What do we think after all this, after nine episodes, all that we've heard, all we've seen, what do we think about Wanda? Like, like Agatha has pointed out, she is, she's pretty true. She's like, you're cruel. Like, she, like, you know, because think about it, like, we're, we're all like, oh, you know, she suffered this and that's why she did. She's like, yeah, but even Wanda has admitted and, and she didn't have to, we, we've seen it. She realized what she was doing. Yeah. And she did not stop it or even attempt to stop it. So she forced all those people. Because remember, I mean, how early on did she go and attack the troops outside of the hex? So uh, you, can't, you can't even say it wasn't until episode eight that she knew. Like she walked outside of that hex and told them to leave her alone <laughs> and then walked right. back in. So she has to be very aware that she's been holding these people prisoner for quite some time. That's horrible. But even the thing that she does to Agatha is cruel, <laughs> you know? Like, like, I'm like, you know, like I have to put it, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, you're not a really nice person there, Wanda. <laughs> you know, but what did you guys, I mean, is it just me or what did you guys think about her? I feel like she has a redemption story coming. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they, they're they probably trying to push the, it's not her, it's another thing forcing her kind of a feel that well, amplifies her emotions, but now it's not her, well, <laughs> you know. What do you think about the, uh, that the end, end credit scene with her just, her having, I guess, is like a construct of her. In or an life. actual projection, but while she's yeah. awake. And then reading that, that, that dark hold and then, mom, help us. Hearing her children. Yeah. Probably from another multiverse. Probably. <laughs> you know, um, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, it's just interesting because like, you know, even Dr. Strange, he did his studying with an astral projection, but that's why he was asleep. Yeah. Right. You know, if, if, if this was an astral projection, this is while she's clearly wide awake, mm -hmm. which could be a sign of power, like meaning while it's a lot of power, also it could just be, this is something again, that she cannot control, something, a, a personality split that she can't contain. You know? well, one of the things that I don't like is they, they kind of teased Doctor Strange being right. in, in this, because Agatha makes a reference, she goes, the Scarlet Witch more is power. even more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. Sorcerer so says, Supreme. What says yeah. the power exceeds that? Yeah, yeah, how she puts it. Which again is great because Doctor Strange, this is not like the DC. I've got to be stronger than you. He just has to be wiser in how he uses power. Yeah, he's not stronger than Dormammu, but he still I, beat him. 
I just I just <laughs> didn't know? like that they would tease us like that and not even like you know show us a, like a, an image of Doctor Strange sipping some tea and him going like oh that's I, I felt a strange something somewhere you know like well that would be Wong. <laughs> <laughs> but still like something you know just like a little a little something like i said i just i'm interested in what they seem to do enough also did you notice the page of the dark hold again this could just be my imagination but the page of the dark hold where you see her and i really love that illustration of her it's like um amazing. and she's of course in it but the other page it has a bunch of circles yes which could be multiple worlds could be just a bunch right. of circles. but it was just one of those interesting things so it's like I, i'm like i'm really curious to see how they're going to build on this you know um, and also, did we think that that's Wonder Girl Mountain? Do we think that's where that where she was? Because that's her home. That's the birthplace of her in the comics is Wonder Girl Mountain. I yeah, so I'm kind I of curious know. if that's where that's supposed to be. Because if that's the case too, well, then the the evil guy that wrote the Dark Holes, um, Chathan, is also buried there. Ooh, which right. also would not be good for her to be there. <laughs> you know? Well, she doesn't know that. No. Let me, because, I mean, like I said, we can keep going. Because we have so, it's such a dense series, yeah. but I, I loved it. Let me let me end it with this question before we go to ratings and to um, renaming the the film. Were was it me or or was the chemistry between Vision and Wanda superb? Yeah, oh, yeah. Really good. and uh, Wizard of Olsen just played those characters to the best of their ability, and the chemistry that they had on set. Just them working together was was amazing. Like you, yeah, no, it was you, really, you really could good. feel the love that they're portraying for, that these characters have for each other. You know, mm -hmm. is really good. I was just like, I mean, like watching them together and watching them have conversations, and whether it was like you know, Vision being puzzled and Wanda playing it off, or you know, everything they did just together. And mind you, they've been did for a couple of you know movies, but we never really gave them that much attention. Right. Now that the spotlight's on them, I feel like they did a really good but, job. But it's kind of depressing when you realize, I mean, granted, we, we know the actors are real. Of course, we know that. And so their acting was great, not taking away from that. But it's kind of depressing when you realize that that love, that's all Wanda's imagination of what yeah. it would be, of, of Vision loving her. Like, that's, I mean, you know, she she may have part of him in, this, in the Mind Stone, but like he said, I mean, it's a projection of, of from her soul of him. So it's like... Yeah, you're just kind of imagining that he loved you that much or would love you like that. And it's kind of sad. It's also gonna be interesting to see when she runs in the vision again, because he's not gonna be that loving. I mean, he's not maybe even if he's not hateful, he's he's not what she imagined. <laughs> you know, he's not right. a living creature, you know. So what you're saying is that she loves herself and nobody else. Yeah. Ah, oh, damn it. I forgot the rest of the lyrics. Never mind. Yeah, oh my, yeah okay. You know, you know what that means? That means we need to move on with the show and, and, and go into renaming renaming the series. All right. All right. So renaming the series. Ralph, since you had a great idea and you forgot, do you want to rename the series or should I go first? I can rename it. Go for it. We'll call it uh, Two Wishes, Two Boys, and a Synthesoid. <laughs> Where's the pizza well, place? <laughs> oh goodness! There's no pizza place in this one. Ah. <laughs> well, I was gonna call it something, you know, that um, we reviewed a movie earlier on, and even though this is a series versus a movie, I think this series is better than this movie. Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> it was better than Wonder Woman before. <laughs> oh my god, a billion times better. Uh, Mike, um, I would call it Wanda and Vision a better ending. 
<laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I mean, like it's, it's right. the only thing. Like, like I mean, not that it was a, a, a. I mean, we're getting to our ratings, but I'm just saying, like, not that it was a ten point show before, but I it, the ending took it down a little bit for me. But as we get to our ratings, we'll say. Right. Okay. So let's go for it. Ratings for Wandavision. Ralph. I give Wandavision nine number one spots on uh for like a number one song in america for oh. agatha all along out of time <laughs> that's right she is top of the, the night two charts i heard because they released it they actually released the track and it, it shot up to number one like, they said shit. that it took they said that it only took like 30 minutes for them to do the whole thing yeah <laughs> like they oh like they goodness. just like oh it's that fast <laughs> it was great though yeah. well i'm gonna give wandavision Nine white visions crushing Wanda's skull and Wanda's face looking incredibly in pain. <laughs> Out of ten, yeah. Like, how do you make that cracking bone sound and still be fine? Because I'm like, that's what I'm well, saying. If there's a cracking bone anywhere, you, you got issues. Mike. <laughs> um, well, referencing back to the song, I give it eight and a half, and I killed Sparky too. <laughs> <laughs> Out of ten. <laughs> See, and it makes you laugh. Good. It's just something about that line of her killing that dog. You're like, oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> all right, ladies. So there you have it. WandaVision. Check it out. All three of us actually agree. But everybody, hey, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the go. Now with more Monica. Ooh. Whoa, okay. All right. So um I'm telling you, we, I, I don't know. I want just... more Monica, you know. She just a little bit more. <laughs> just a little bit more. Yeah, Monica was great, definitely. A little bit All of right, Monica I'm... in my There you go. He wow. got it. <laughs> oh, finally a song that's like, you know, that was popular at one point, one day, a long time ago. Um, all right, everybody. You know the segment. I give quick questions, they give quick answers on all things geek, and we make it under a minute sometimes, and then there's other times where we have a monkey wrench, or a monkey with a wrench by the name of Ralph that likes messing around. Right on cue. There we go. <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mike's going to spoil this one now. Ready, set, go. Would you be okay with a Tigra, with, I'm sorry, with Tigra getting her own on Disney Plus? Mike. I've been promoting the idea for years. Catch up, Disney. <laughs> okay, Ralph. And I've been secretly working against Mike's promotion for years. <laughs> yeah, because Ralph wants Squirrel Girl. Anyway. I would love to watch it. So. <laughs> All right. With um, Captain America and Iron Man both gone from the MCU, who should be the new leader of the existing characters? Um, Ralph. I mean, the choice is obvious. It's uh, Bruce Banner, the Hulk. No doubt. Okay. No. <laughs> no doubt. Mike. Uh, well, Mike? Iron Man wasn't the lead of all the uh, MCU characters, so no one. Wow. Okay. And um, Snyder Cut will be released in a few weeks from the pod. A few weeks from today. Um, predict your rating. Is it going to be over or under five? Uh, 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 it's going to be over Mike? two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mike. What do you think? Oh, would you repeat the question? <laughs> Snyder Cut. It's going to be released on HBO Max in a couple of weeks. Do you predict your rating is going to be over a five or under a five? 
I give it a generous three, but an expected two to two and a half. However, from fanboys, it'll be 30 out of five. And then two years later, it was okay. <laughs> Is that a jab at jazz? <laughs> and everybody with oh, all, those, all those movies, all those movies. Oh my goodness. Okay, Ralph. I predict that it will be a number. <laughs> there you go. And not an abstract concept. Pick. How about you pick a number over or under five? Yes. I can't even commit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, listen, it's, it's because of that one girl. The fear of commitment just runs strong. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, um, shout outs. Do we have any shout outs? I know I've got a shout out. I would like to shout out Johannes for the amazing artwork that he provided for us for our Wonder Woman episode. Woo! I look awesome. That's right. Thank you for the Vega Claws. That's what's up. I'm I'm really big into the the oversized shoulder pad uh, suit that I've got on with the rolled up sleeves from Miami Vice. So I am <laughs> loving it. Thank you very much, Johannes. That is pretty much my entire wardrobe. At least it will be once I go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Johannes, big shout out to you. You came out clutch when when me and the guys were talking about um, who could be uh, one of our guest um, artists. You came through. Very oh, I, I loved it. I loved it very much. Thank you very much. Hopefully, you'll be gracing us with more covers. Yeah. What do you think of my work, huh? What do you think of my work, huh? I don't hear anything from you, damn you. Nah. Love your stuff, though, man. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if you had an Instagram, he could tell you. Instagram is for losers. Instagram is going to be fly by night. What's it only been around for like a week now? (laughs) Yeah, a week and a few years. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's it's such a fly by night operation that Facebook bought it. All right, all right. Any other shout outs, gentlemen? No. I'm shouting got- out to the to the spring on its way. Mother Nature, hear it. Ignore that mm. damn groundhog that said six more weeks of winter. I've got a couple of shout outs. First off, does. shouting out um um my lady and my friend taking the cross country trip from California to Florida. Good luck on that one. Um mm. shout out to Tinkerbell, who I think should be listening again because I think she saw WandaVision, so that'll be good. Shout out, of course, to Johannes. Shout out, of course, to um, you know all, all of our friends of, of the podcast. And shout out to the they're out of jail. Wow! <laughs> I mean, I, no, I need to know this. The lawyer should have contacted me. Ruben alone. <laughs> the governor commuted the sentence. <laughs> Bastard. And shout out also to the ladies that um, that helped us provide our new intro. So shout out to Shannon Spangler to Kristen McCusker, and to Nikita Chaudhry, who um, provided the voices for our new intro. Woo! And shout out to Mike for, 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 for pulling it together. And, you know. And yes. shout out to me spice. for finally deciding to use it. Despite <laughs> yes, and shout out to you for finally deciding to use it. A superior version that no one seemed to have loved. <laughs> this you, good sound, you sound like Snyder. You sound like Zack Snyder. I know, man. <laughs> he's he's going to have the Ralph cut. But but if you can get seventy four million dollars from Warner Brothers to get it done, I will back you all the way. You know? <laughs> all right, you you heard it here, folks. If you guys could raise seventy five million dollars, you yeah. can hear the Ralph cut of the Meanwhile twenty two pages intro. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not one to shoot down seventy five million dollars, but I I do say ask yourself if you think it'll be worth it. <laughs> well, Same thing we're, we're, Warner Brothers should have asked themselves <laughs> when Snyder walked into the office. 
Well, with a new intro, we'll hopefully become will hopefully come new beginnings. But unfortunately, we're working on the ending, like the ending of this show. So for MFG Mike the Finance Guy, for RT Square Ralph the Tech, this is saying keep it geeky. That's all. Nothing else. Thank you.